Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to Titletown Brawl, the Packer coverage show of the Brawl Network, with Jay Andrews, Dave Steger, Eli Berkowitz, and special guest analyst, Dylan Busby. Welcome everybody to another live episode of Title Town Brawl with me, Jay Andrews, and the rest of the cast of characters. Hit us up on Twitter at Title Town Brawl. Myself is at UPJ33. Dave is at Dave Steger731. And Eli is at Book of Eli underscore NFL. And Dylan is at Dylan Busby1. Follow First like one. and share our Facebook page by searching Title Town Brawl. And don't forget to give our parent company some love, The Brawl Network. Go on the all-new website, thebrawlnetwork.com. Go there, sign up for free. It's your one-stop shop. The Brawl has it all, baby. And don't forget to show them some love on social media. Hit them up on Twitter, at Network Brawl, and follow, like, and share their Facebook page by searching The Brawl Network. Good evening, boys. Good evening, Dylan. Good evening, Eli. Good evening, Jay. How are we doing tonight? We are doing fantastic. All right, right away. Corona tastic. Yeah, you got any uh, got any news updates or anything, or should we just jump into a couple of hot topics running the worlds? So I got some news that needs to go out for some Packer fans. Um, Devin Funches's contract is $2.5 million. I've seen a couple of Packer fans freak out about that. Not really a big deal. He got paid $10 million last year. 2.5 is still not that big of a hit. So I'm fine with it. I still think we're going to add someone else in the draft or possibly another wide receiver that maybe either gets let go after June 1st um, or maybe let go if, say, a team takes too many players. That's, that's been done before. So I have no qualms whatsoever about $2.5 million at all for Devin Funches. There's been some recent statements by Blake Martinez coming out saying Green Bay doesn't value inside linebackers. We'll get to that in a minute because that's definitely a hot topic. Also, too, to discuss soon, there is Aaron Rodgers versus Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. according to Dan Orlovsky. So, boys, which one do you want to jump right into? Um. I mean, obviously, the Rodgers and Wentz debate, I think, would be fun. I think it also might be the most time-consuming, I mean, unless everyone agrees on the same thing. But uh... Well, first of all, I'm watching First Take on Monday, okay, and because and, there's not anything else on. Unfortunately, Good Morning Football, has they've decided uh, to go health and social distancing over the show. I respect that, although I do miss them. So I was forced to watch something else, so I watched First Take. Dan Olasky, great guy, love him, uh, but sometimes a little crazy. This one was crazy. So he's got on his top five NFC quarterbacks, and and this morning I, I friggin' forgot that Tom Brady switched from the Patriots, and I'm like, how the hell is Tom Brady on here? But, yeah, I forgot. He's in Tampa Bay, so he's technically an NFC quarterback. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. TB12. He has – he has the NFC's top five quarterbacks, oh, we, but he has Aaron yeah, Rodgers yeah. ranked fifth, Carson Rank Wentz ranked fourth. He has Drew Brees third, Tom Brady second, and Russell Wilson first. <laughs> There's nowhere in God's green earth that you're telling me Tom Brady, who got who 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 got smoked by a wild card team at home with the supposed best historical defense is going to come into a new team and a new system and be better than Aaron Rodgers in his first year was or into his second year. Secondly, 
Drew Brees was outplayed by not the backup, but the third-string gadget guy who's thrown a total of 12 total passes. He was short over seven yards on a 45-yard-plus pass in the game and was taken out, and then the next play that was thrown for 50 yards was him. You cannot be ranked higher than a future Hall of Famer when you're outplayed by a gadget guy in a playoff game. Sorry. So, Orlowski, I love you, but you hit your head. You smoked something. You've been drinking the purple drink or something when you made this list. Go back, take some notes, get your pen and pencil, and come back when you can come up with something that's not utterly insane and been proven to be completely false before you ever made the list. Thank you. You guys underestimate recency bias and how these quarterbacks have looked lately. We all know Aaron Rodgers has shined in the past. The bottom line is you can call it getting used to the offense. You can call it Devontae Adams being out for a little while, but Aaron Rodgers did not look like he has when he's been at his best. Um, All right, can I – so, I mean, I guess Dylan, obviously being the Eagles fan here, which side do you fall on, I guess, in two – I mean, obviously the discussion of all time is not a discussion. Obviously it's Rodgers – Orlovsky's list was obviously talking about specifically moving forward next year. Where do you stand? You you you're with Orlovsky, or you, or you are not, as an Eagles fan. From what I saw, he brought up three categories in particular that Carson Wentz was just playing better at last season. It was something like points per game, third down efficiency, and one more thing. And if you're going to make that argument that that's what made him better, then I mean the numbers are the numbers. There's just no arguing that. All right, so, I mean, going forward, I guess if you want to say full career projection, it's not the craziest thing to say that Carson Wentz, you know, he just has he has more of a future. I mean, obviously, hopefully, he'll stay healthy. I actually really like Carson Wentz. So this isn't coming in as a, you know, screw that, Rodgers, it's always Rodgers. I understand that there are other good quarterbacks, but someone who's just watched Rodgers play as much as I've, as I've had, even last year, I don't see, you know, can you say there's decline from him from last year to 2011? Is it the same player? Probably not. But also, look at the offense around him. And it obviously, last year, the receivers failed him pretty pretty miserably. And I think, I don't think it takes a full-on absurd amount of great receivers to, to make him successful, but... When you're looking at just last year specifically, going into the first year of a new offense with only one receiver on the roster who has any experience. I mean, we came in with undrafted guys and three second-year guys who proved nothing. So that obviously played a part in it. But just looking at Wentz and Rodgers and stacking up their first four years in the league um, as starters, and obviously Wentz has dealt with some injuries, but so was Rodgers. But, I mean, the numbers to be honest, aren't all that close. In terms of yards, Wentz has 14,191. Rodgers has 7,040. You know, touchdowns, Wentz has 97. Rodgers has 131. No, 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 wait. Uh, Stop, Eli. Stop. You, no, no. You have to take 2008 to 2012. That's what I did. First four years. That's what I did. That's what I did. That's what I did. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? That's what I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers' first Shut four years. Was, Aaron Rodgers' first four years as a starter stacked up. Oh, and by the way, he wasn't hurt when they won the Super Bowl, and he threw 12 interceptions or 12 touchdowns and totally smoked all of the top seeds on his playoff run. Didn't get out play. Like it's not like you can give me numbers, but again. Rodgers was on winning teams other than the 2008 in the playoffs where Carson Wentz is on 8-8 eight and eight teams, 7-9, playing from behind, garbage time, rules well, are different, new CBA, different rules on receivers. So, again, I'm going to throw it out. Given in the circumstance, it's, at, it's, it's, it's insane, Eli. And, again, yeah, you're well, using numbers, well, what do you, what do you, but I can well, I use a lot of saying. numbers with insane. that stuff. I'm not sure what what your what part of what I said wasn't. I'm, I'm trying. What what's what part's insane is what I'm asking. I guess that the fact that you're going to tell me that the first four years Carson Wentz is a better player than Aaron Rodgers. Who the hell? I said. I just said the numbers. opposite. I, Jay, I just said the opposite. I said Rodgers' first four years as a starter was considerably better than Wentz's first four years as a starter. You said I think he, only he had got seven thousand yards. 
flaw? I'm saying that. What I'm saying, I don't. You're arguing the same thing. I'm saying Rodgers had a better first four years as a starting quarterback, based on, in my opinion, not only the numbers but also on the eye test. I thought you just and told then me his numbers were he had. Wentz has more passing yards. No, no, me. no, no. Everything I that's said. That's what I said, and you said no. You said yes. So no, I'm like, no. what? Okay. What are you talking about? Rodgers. That's where we got about, mixed up. Rodgers had about three thousand more yards, about um, thirty-four more touchdowns, and they had almost the same amount of picks. Actually, Rodgers. That's where, had, that's where we got crossed up. Was the yeah, numbers? Yeah. So I'm saying right, that, those are Rodgers. Yeah. So Rodgers had considerably more of everything than Wentz in the first four years, and also looking at record. Wentz was 32 and Wentz currently is 32 and 24 in his career as a starter. Rodgers' first four years as a starter, he went 41 and 41 and 21. So better. I mean, obviously he played more games. Wentz missed, but the winning percentage is higher. But going forward, I like Wentz. My one concern with Wentz is obviously his injury past. I but, no, and I didn't okay. really have a problem with Wentz here on this list. That's why I really didn't mention him in my opening argument there about Arlowski. It's mainly that you're putting Breeze and Brady. If I if I'm going to make that list, I'm both putting Wentz and Rodgers ahead of Breeze and Brady. I'm sorry, like I'll be like, honest, I didn't even take a full look at the list only because it blew up all based around one part, which was obviously the Rodgers. The, the full list, part. Eli, if you want to get Brother's protective, the old, full list from one no, to I'm five. At, no, I, got, I just pulled it up. Russell, Russell Wilson, one, Tom Brady, two, Drew Brees, three, Carson Wentz, four, Aaron Rodgers, five. Wow. I mean, that's a job. So, I mean, you know what? You're right. If we want to talk about forget Rodgers and Wentz, I can't believe that Brady's second on the maybe you shouldn't even be on the list, but if Brady's going to be in these five, going into 2020, I would probably rather have all four of those quarterbacks than Brady. It's not a knock on what Brady's done in the past. Looking at We're what he was last year. We're talking about going into 2020. This was a list for the production yeah. of top five for 2020. I, yeah, not saying, past I I, this I, future I, season. No, I'm not yelling at I you. I'm, t- I'm you saying for the fans. I, I don't like the list, and that yeah. comes beyond just the Aaron Rodgers aspect. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I didn't see the whole thing. But seeing Tom Brady at two is absurd to me. I mean, Drew Brees and Tom Brady are both six like, rings, baby. They're they're both okay. But then, if you want to look at the past, then Aaron Rodgers should be at the top of the list, and in, in my opinion, and I think a lot of but or Brady should be at the top, and Rodgers should be second. It's either we're looking at the past, and then Brady and Rodgers are the top two, or we're looking at the future, and Brady at best is fifth on that list, maybe not even on the top. Thinking. NFC quarterbacks that might be better than Brady. Matt Ryan. I mean, I don't love Matt Ryan, but going another year older in a new offense, I don't know how successful Brady's going to be off the bat. I think they'll go to the playoffs, but it could take them a solid six weeks to get really firing. Look, I mean, Rodgers and the Packers have the same thing. Obviously, Tampa has better weapons, but Brady shouldn't be too. I mean, Breeze for sure should be ahead of Brady. Obviously, Rodgers. I'm saying, yeah, going forward, yeah, I don't see how you have Brady too on that list at his age on a new team. I'm going to jump back to the Aaron Rodgers Carson Wentz debate. So I am starting me out, baby. No, no. Last year, Rodgers, a 13 year vet in a, in a new offense with a couple second year wide receivers. He still hasn't meshed with, yeah, and he still put up dang good numbers. He still didn't turn the ball over. Fourth and, argument. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. Calm down. Carson's bit yeah, I give Carson props. He didn't have a wide receiver later on in the season, but he's been playing in the same system. Rodgers, it's harder for an older veteran to learn a whole new scheme, which I can see Jay's point because of Brady learning a whole new scheme with Arians. So I back that. So that's why I believe Rodgers – is still above Wentz because of the fact Rodgers had to learn a whole new offense and while still putting up a good season for it. Expects 2020, Dylan, telling you, Rodgers is going to come out like a ball of fire this year. Yeah, can I – I mean, I guess, you know, Dylan, go ahead because this is your, your QB, so let's hear your defense. Smiling. He was waiting for this. Honestly, I, I don't have any hot takes here. Like I said, Orlowski was arguing three straight points that were true. Carson was better in those categories, and he is a phenomenal red zone quarterback. For anyone who doesn't know, really should look into Carson's red zone numbers. He's just an absolute dart thrower in the red zone. Doesn't How's his fumbles? 
Doesn't fumble. You know, rarely fumbles. No, that's a lie. He fumbles quite a bit. Yeah, I know. For, someone with, <laughs> for someone with such technique, I mean, when you watch the guy, always two hands on the ball, straight up in the pocket, but I don't know, the fumbling issue. I think it's just, honestly, that's just trying to do too much, holding the ball too long in the pocket. Deshaun Watson's got the same type of thing going on where he holds the ball a little too long, trying to make something happen downfield. But, yeah, obviously going forward, it's it's no... It's no issue, right? I mean, the age makes you want Wentz. If you're looking at the total body of work, you're going to say Aaron Rodgers. And if you're saying, who would I want next year? Which, is, I guess, is the best debate we could have right now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I would want Wentz, but you guys, obviously, I mean, there's a, there's a Homer bias thing going on there. But I also just think, um, I mean, it's hard to find someone who knocks holes in cars. Like when you look around draft, not draft Twitter, but just like the league in general, besides Cowboys fans, people don't really knock Carson's game. Like, yeah, he fumbles, but otherwise, I mean, look at the plays he makes. I mean, there's plenty of highlight reels, just rolling right, rolling left, getting tackled, barely on off his knees, making throws. So he's amazing. Rogers is amazing. Um, and that's my case. Um, I, I will say, you... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Eli. No, actually go ahead with your point. I, I, I actually need my... about another second. My only issue with Carson Wentz, quite honestly, quite honestly, it, at this point with him, it's not even his health. It's it's uh it's the inconsistencies I've seen in some bigger moments in games. But that's not an issue that's like gonna make or break me saying, oh well, to, like no, he's better at this point in his offense with if they give him any type of healthy weapons that are consistent for him too. He's better than Tom Brady this, this going into next season. And this whole idea that Dak Prescott, you know, without going into another role, rabbit hole, should earn as much more or more money. The point was made by somebody, again, with the tractor-trailer thing. Dak is a trailer. You have to have a lot around, and he can be successful. He's good. Carson Wentz did exactly what Aaron Rodgers, we've seen Aaron Rodgers do in the past last season. And if you want to sit there and knock his game and pick through his numbers and all that, I would be a jackass and a complete hypocrite to sit here and knock him for it because it's the same thing that we've said about Rodgers, the same excuse we make for Rodgers having a down year throwing 20, what, 26 or 28 touchdowns, uh, you know, five interceptions, and having over 4,000 yards, that's a down year. That's terrible in a new offense at his age, you know, with all the new moving parts around him and such. It's not. So Carson Wentz proved exactly what we needed to see from him. He is a trailer. They made it to the playoffs with nothing really left on offense that he could depend on. I Wouldn't mean, Wentz other than Zach Ertz. Not a trailer? Oh, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was like, wait, meant. why is he holding back the team? No, we already went through that with the whole uh, the, first four years thing. Let's not revisit the, that. Well, no, that's what I meant, though. You, under, I meant he's a, tr- a, a truck, not a trailer. He's Absolutely. proven that. Well, um, I was that doesn't make him point. better than Rogers. <laughs> can I have Patrick Mahomes if I can have any quarterback going in 2020? I'm just saying. Eli, All what right, was your point? I, I mean, just in terms of number one, like you mentioned, in the red zone, Wentz is, is terrific, and I really do think – in 20, what was it, 2017, before he tore his ACL, he would have been and should have been the MVP. And, like, as a Packer fan, I just, I mean, we don't have a rivalry, I guess, against the Eagles, but in the NFC, like, I was legitimately afraid of Wentz and becoming 
a very, very good quarterback for a long time. I think it could still happen, but I mean, there are a lot of uh, injury. I mean, the injuries are not only just piling up, but some of them are a little bit more serious. So we have to see how it goes. But I mean, just in terms of, we all know Aaron Rodgers' pass to you know touchdown to interception ratio. I mean, it's just it's a, it's at four point four point three three touchdowns for every interception. The next closest is Russell Wilson at three point three four. I mean, it's no one's even in the same stratosphere as Rodgers. I mean, and then looking Wentz right now in his career. I mean, he it's, he doesn't exactly qualify. He only has ninety seven touchdowns. But just the idea of when it comes to the interceptions, the way Rodgers is able How to. How dare play, you? Well, I know I'm saying he's only played four years. It's not his fault. <laughs> How dare um, you speak blasphemy on Carson right, Wentz? Uh, Dave and, and Dylan, put a, put a bowl on this one. Let's move on to the Martinez thing. Oh, no, I'm just going to stick to the fact that Rodgers went ahead and, like I said before, he's in a whole new offense last year. He's with without Devontae. Okay, that's the stretch that I'm looking at. Without Devontae Adams in those four games, he went 4-0. So it's like Wentz lost his best weapon. So did Rodgers, and Rodgers stepped up in a big way. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's a tough thing because Wentz is one of those up-and-coming quarterbacks, and obviously he's made his case to be in the top ten. But does he have a case to be above Rodgers? I think not. So here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He's a fantastic quarterback, and that's all I have to say about him. He's great. He's wonderful. I love watching him play football. Carson Wentz. Since his rookie season, the team has been in the postseason, okay? It's been ugly, but the team has been in the postseason. Nick Foles? In, 20, in 2017, because Carson Wentz was so good, the team had a bye and home field advantage against Case Keenum and the Vikings, which led them to a magical run. Didn't Nick Foles win the, like, the last three games to help him get there? Because too? of the record compiled by Carson Wentz, they had a bye and home field advantage against Case Keenum and the Vikings. Team goes on a magical run. So you're saying in 2018, do- in 2018, another great season by Carson Wentz leads them to a game against the Bears where they should have lost because Nick Foles had a decent, okay game. But thanks to Cody Parkey, the Bears lose, the Eagles no, go on thanks to, to lose Trubisky, against the Saints. Who came Last out season, for his kicker. Carson Wentz is the first quarterback to gain 4,000 yards passing without a 500-yard wide receiver. Goes to the postseason, knocked out first quarter thanks to Javadian Clowney, and we'll never know how that could have finished. Well, maybe Carson Wentz should do a little bit of extra strength and conditioning. Okay, <laughs> and moving on, Blake Martinez sounds off in an NYC oh, interview about it's not his fault they didn't give him the proper assignments so you can't blame him for being not a non-impact player he was just doing what they didn't or did ask of him can you say pass the buck anymore what's your thoughts guys okay i'm gonna jump on this one right away last year jay and i jay and i when we were on first and goal together Literally, Blake came out and complimented Penton's defense because it it goes ahead and, and gives him challenges, and he likes the way the scheme is. That's what he said word for word. So for him to come out and say this crap, he's just contradicting himself. It's because he couldn't handle the role he was given. There was an assignment there plenty of times, guys. It was just the fact Martinez couldn't cut it he's a serviceable inside linebacker he can't get to the sideline to sideline his average yards of first contact after line of scrimmage was four yards a carry he was waiting for the running back to come to him so well, yeah that's I my mean, argument nope blake is thought, not as good as the numbers look i thought it was very interesting that he said that Penn didn't give him any gap assignments so i we have we have no way of knowing, obviously, if that's true. It seems very strange. He said he loved the scheme, Eli, last year, word for word. Okay, loving the scheme <laughs> and having Penn tell him not to have gap assignments doesn't mean you can't love the scheme. If to him, Okay, but you don't have to have gap assignments to not stop people four yards down the line of scrimmage. Thank you, Jay. Thank what did you. you say, Jay? I didn't hear you. Okay, you don't have to have a gap assignment to not allow people to get four yards to the, past the line of scrimmage before I you agree, make contact. But... You can still be an attacking linebacker because, okay, I, I'm going to say this. 
well, no, you know what? No, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead, Eli. I'll save it. Because no, th- no, I, just... I, I'm not trying to back up Blake Martinez like I wanted them to resign. Don't you do him. It. I'm saying, don't I'm you saying, do it. I'm saying two things. Number one, <laughs> I don't think him saying he loved the scheme and him not having gap assignments are can be impossible to go together. What if he just decide? If in his mind, being the cleanup crew, being the guy that cleans up, you know, the front lines mess, even though it might not be the sexiest job on the field if that's something he enjoys and let's be real he was good at it at least he didn't miss a shit ton of tackles he made they weren't the most uh, effective what? tackles they weren't tackles for, did he miss tackles yes everyone misses tackles but come on you don't lead the league in tackles year after year if you are not a good tackler you can't say Blake Martinez was a bad tackler he was not a great uh, uh, downfield championship game he's slow he is not good sideline to sideline missed Four solid tackles in that game. Mostert okay. squared him up. Hey, and the guy led the league. In, he has been in last three years. He has been in the top of the league tackles year after year. If not one, then two. Like literally, I mean, you can't. That's you're not. The you can't get bad tackle too much if that happens. What? Your defense. That's what it means when uh, it's like. On the field, okay. Bottom line is, if he's he was a shitty if tackler, defense was on the, lead, the field too much. That has nothing to do with him. That has nothing to do with yes, him. Yes, it does. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. gonna cut in here. I'm gonna cut in here. I'm gonna cut in here because he's probably gonna he's help. One in eleven. Blake Martinez doesn't decide one if the entire in, defense he's, makes a he's stop. One, one in eleven. Leading tackler in the he's league. The reason why the defense is on the field. You cannot tackle 144 people in a season and be a shitty tackler. Sorry, it doesn't he exist. He's not a shitty tackler. He's just not a great okay. middle linebacker. Dave, he's NFL. not. I'm, he's I'm, not a crappy tackler. That's that's you egging on Eli for no damn reason. First of all, he is a good tackler, but an effective good tackler does not mean that he's he and and you are right, Eli. It is not a direct correlation. Loving the scheme and and having a gap assignment. I'm gonna say this: I absolutely believe that in a scheme that has been uh, said from the horse's mouth and Mike Patton on several occasions. Their priority in this league with this set of rules is the pass game. They will worry about the run game probably never. And they will allow they have showed a lot of times they allowed people to run for over 100 yards and still won by double digits this year and drove fans nuts. But he does not care. So I will say this. I do not believe and I'm not going to sit here and and tarnish Blake Marti's name and say that he was lying when he said that. I believe he was not lying. Blake Martinez is telling the 100% truth. He was not given any gap responsibilities in a defensive scheme that does not prioritize on any level stopping the run. But, Blake, that's a damn cop-out, and you know it. That's you using that as a crutch for the reason that you are not re-signed because you are asking too much money because they we're going to pay a guy that never makes impact plays. I'm That's telling you right now, Patton, Patton had this same scheme with Chris, with, with Kirksey, right? Who he's, they've now signed. And do you know why he loved him? Because I can guarantee you Kirksey did not have those gap assignments in those defense, but he was a damn bull, and he attacks the line of scrimmage. And hey, his average, yard per, his average yard per tackle since he has had his, his career in his starts is 1.3 yards past the line of scrimmage. That's what he did. And I bet you in Petten's scheme he still did. So this is an absolute cop-out and excuse. It's not that he's lying, but he knows damn well by saying this that it's him using something as a crutch that is not a lie, but it's a bunch of bullshit, and I'm calling him on it. Because it doesn't matter Ooh, whether he's he got it or not. Word. No, it's not okay. the F-bomb. Okay. So, so he says he's a good tackler, huh? Calm down. So you say he's a good tackler, huh? Yep. Okay. Guess how many tackles Blake Martinez missed in 2019? Um, Probably yeah, missed more I than some guys made. That's... You think? No, I'm saying he was a leading tackler in the league, so he had to have missed a 25? lot. 25? 25? He went from 12 in 2018 to 18 in 2019. Oh wow! So he made a hundred. Oh, that's ten percent of his tackles. <laughs> Cut his ass. No, do the percentage on that. It's a ten percent of his tackles. 
Okay, but listen, I fully agree that Blake Martinez is not worth the money he wanted, and that's why they didn't resign him. I'm happy they didn't. That was Holmes one of the worst is... hills to die on, Steger, ever. Like, I you you built that stat on... up like it was going to be Yeah, him. I thought you were going to drop a huge number. 18 like, is not a just... huge number. Guess what? Not a big enough increase. Number one in overall tackles only missed 11 in 2019. Yeah, you want me to keep going? I'll go on the top that's... 10 list. Okay, but, but my main point was this, is that Blake – is not an elite linebacker. He is not a bad linebacker, which means he should have been paid probably closer to the seven to eight million dollar range than the ten million dollar range. And I think if he would have agreed to that, the Packers might have brought him back. It doesn't mean I wanted that, but they, he said they had discussions. All I'm saying is that to say Blake Martinez is total shit or a bad tackler he's an is an average true. inside linebacker. He's, okay, he but is. there's nothing wrong with that. He is an average is inside linebacker wrong. that the Giants overpaid. But that doesn't make him bad. It just makes him he, – he got more money than he should have. But if he, the Packers would have signed him to million. a – What? By $7 million a year. Okay. All right, put a bow uh, on it, guys. Our any... guest is hopping in here, so put a bow on it. <laughs> I hate Blake Martinez. Clearly. <laughs> Eli, you get get the final word because he's... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just He's just being a jerk. Oh, news. Will Redmond got re-signed to one year about 30 minutes ago. Do out of Jay. We already did that, didn't we? A while. We did it like a week ago, Redmond. Will Redmond? Yes. Yeah. He Redmond officially just got ago. signed. Yeah, oh, I guess maybe just ago. officially signed it. They announced it week. Uh, All right. All right. Joining us now is our very special guest. No further ado from the University of Memphis defensive end and draft prospect for the 2020 NFL draft. Welcome, everybody. Bryce Huff. How's it going? What's going on, Bryce? Bryce, great to have you. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. How you doing tonight? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing good. Just got back to my house. Sound like you're ready to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I had a soft work. So, uh, yeah, I, I just got done working out not too long ago. All right, so, Bryce, we have a tradition. We're going to get right into it so we can move on as quickly as possible here. We have a tradition, though, for all of our first-time guests. We call it yes. brag time. And we just want you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, all the hard work you put in, and, you know, brag yourself up. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a hug. Tell everybody how wonderful of a human being you are and how the world couldn't live without you on it. And don't be humble, please. <laughs> Build that ego. Uh, I honestly, I honestly couldn't, uh, can't really brag. Uh, I just, I just work hard. I don't know. Um, I mean, I feel like I've been, been kind of slept on my whole life. You know, I just keep that chip on my shoulder. So when it comes on, come, come time to put in work, I just go to work, go and go to my, my, uh, go in the back of my mind and just, just work. I don't know. That's just really been my, my motto for the past several years, actually, just working and then Whatever happens, happens. Just control what I control. So that's just kind of the person I am. Very humble. All right. Short and sweet. <laughs> that's, you know, these guys are always humble. All right. Well, next up, quickly, we're going to run through a little bit of a warm-up game. These are uh, something, it's a game we like to call Nice to Meet You, Bryce. It's just a little warm-up, some general questions to get you uh, loosened up and the fans get to know a little bit about you. But the thing about these questions is, man, they're very important. They're the most serious, intense questions you're ever going to answer in your life. So get your get your bootstraps ready. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. This first one's a doozy. What's your favorite color? Uh, 
So probably like purple or pink or something like that. First, really? that's a first. That is yeah. a first. Are you? Is that what? Okay, that's that. Is that have to do? <laughs> that's the shade off. He the team. I was not expecting that at all. Like I just wasn't. That's. I don't know. Viking is like, a Viking thing. Nah, it's just like if I had to paint a car one color, I feel like that's that would be the color. The colors that pop, like. I feel like purple. this has to do with something oh, about man. like something about. Uh, Cat Williams. I just feel like this goes back to some sort of Cat Williams influence on you when you were a young kid. No, it's, it really comes from like you know Chance the Rapper, his first album, Acid Rap. Yeah. All right, there we go. Like that. All right, where were you born? In Mobile, Alabama. What's your favorite food? Ooh, that's hard. When I eat everything, honestly. <laughs> So I don't I don't know if I had to eat one food right now I'd probably say like sushi. Good choice. Yeah. Favorite sport? Football, <laughs> definitely. I think that's a first. Every other player yeah. has always said, said basketball. basketball or bowling. <laughs> yes, yeah. out of all things. Do you bowl, Bryce? By chance? I'm actually horrible at bowling and basketball. <laughs> that is there's, there's two more firsts. This is this is great. <laughs> All right, your favorite yeah, athlete stick, growing like, up. You yeah. said my what? Favorite athlete growing up. Oh, I have to say Bo Jackson. Bo knows. Yeah. Favorite sports team. Ooh, I honestly didn't, didn't even watch sports growing up or now, besides watching film. So, let me give you wow. one. No affiliation. That's a first, too. Yeah. All business. All right, do you have any siblings, and how many? Oh, uh, yeah, I have two siblings. I have an older brother and then a younger sister. Okay, and do you have a nickname, and if so, what is it? Bugatti. That's, like, the only thing people call me back in Memphis. All right, I like that. Yeah. All right, what's your favorite animal? My favorite animal? Yes, sir. Ooh. Like pet or just animal in general? Any animal, your favorite. Doesn't matter what it is. We've had some I'll interesting probably, answers. I'll probably say lemur. A lemur? <laughs> okay. Like, it's, like the people with the pet lemurs, they kind of just leap around everywhere. It's pretty like cool. that dude on Tiger King. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Madagascar is what I was instantly thinking right away, you know. Oh, he's got that big leg sore with the lemur. Describe yourself in five words or less. Ooh, I said determined, disciplined, diligent, uh, relentless, and focused. All right. Other than defensive end, what other positions have you played on the football field? Uh, like throughout my entire career. Yep. I played running back, center, fullback, like pretty much every line lineman position. Uh, played nose guard. Uh, then of course, uh, outside linebacker, middle linebacker, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Whoever gets you is gonna have your Swiss Army knife, man. Yeah. yeah. Most memorable football moment? Uh, I have to say getting that sack against Ole Miss, my first game this past <laughs> season. All right. Most embarrassing moment on the football field, or or just in general? Oh, on the football. Uh, I said my freshman year, we were playing South Florida, and they ran a jet sweep, and uh, I was just playing my technique and just squeezing the edge, and then the guy came running by me, scored like a ninety-yard touchdown, and like the whole defense was on my on my tail for the rest of the year about that one play. That was probably the most embarrassing. All right, Damn. what was what? Do you have a a? a... Or your favorite activity other than football? Right now, honestly, just sitting in the house playing on my Xbox or, or working out. I mean, yeah, there's not really much to do right now. What's your game? Apex Legends. Me and my brother have been on that lately. All right. And then yeah. a special talent outside of football. Uh, I feel like I can sing fairly well. <laughs> Sing or rap? 
No, singing. <laughs> Sing. So like R and B or like what's your, what's your j like what's your song you would you would sing? Yeah, what's your go to karaoke? Yeah. Honestly, I really don't sing in front of anybody. Honestly, besides <laughs> my family. But no, I listen. Oh, to so every- you're the shower singer, so you really you like you're getting into some like earth, wind, and fire type stuff, ain't you? <laughs> Probably something like that. <laughs> you got the yeah, uh huh, yeah, I know. All right. And then this is the most important one of the night. Most important question you're going to answer all night. Yeah. Pizza. Thin crust, pan style, or deep dish? Anything but thin crust, in my opinion. He says he <laughs> likes like, deep dish. Deep dish, the deep dishes and the pan style. But, like, I, I really want to try, like, the... I think it's Chicago, like pizza pies or something like that, or up, somewhere up north they have like really thick pizzas. I want to try those. Oh yeah, Chicago oh, heart's broken. Dish. Another one on the table. You are just yeah, that's <laughs> four to four to one, man. You're just dying on that mountain. Just, just I'm getting the back. I All right, Bryce. Th- thanks a lot. Thanks for playing. Nice to meet you. These guys got some actual real questions for you. Thanks a lot for playing our stupid game. <laughs> no problem. Go ahead, Dylan. I know you're waiting to ask. I am. Well, Bryce, thanks again for joining the show. Really appreciate you coming on. Um, especially, I, I can't imagine how busy you are with trying to get things figured out in this new world of, of workouts and whatnot. Um, but you went to high school at St. Paul's Episcopal um, in Alabama and originally committed to South Alabama. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, what were some of the changes between Coach Fuente and Coach Norvell that put Memphis back on the map for you? Um, You know, I, I was... During my high school career, I was only getting recruited by some Bell schools, and uh, some bigger schools showed, showed uh, interest, but not many. Uh, Memphis, they were sending, they were, they were sending me like a letter every, like once every three months, and there wasn't really much interest uh, from the beginning. Like Coach Fuente, I didn't even, I never talked to him on the phone. Like he never called me up or anything. So Memphis really wasn't even on my map until Coach Nobel uh, became the head coach. I think in December of my senior year, and then he dropped the offer. And I wasn't gonna commit, but he convinced me to uh, come come on a visit. I was kind of like, I kind of wanted to stay home, just being comfortable where I was. And I went on a visit, and I was like, yeah, I gotta I gotta be a part of this, just because of like how 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 much passion Coach Nobel had for the game and and the the culture that he planned to build that he planned to build at Memphis. I just had to be a part of it. No, absolutely. And you had some fantastic seasons at Memphis, obviously. Um... Rated by Pro Football Focus as one of the highest um, rated guys as far as getting pressure on the quarterback in the league and the entire nation, I should say, this past season. Um, just what are what are some of your favorite techniques? I know you say you like to, to dip and use your bend a lot in particular. What are some of the counter moves you've been working on in your game? Uh, I really like, well, during our season, like our our we only had true pass rush downs on when we knew it was like third and long or something like that, like we, we rarely ever rushed on first down or second down. So um, there, there weren't many opportunities to set up moves and work and work counters and like play mind games with the um, uh, offensive linemen. So when I did get the opportunity to work counter moves or set up move and, and play off of it, I would usually try to do power to speed, which is where I run at the lineman and set his feet to where he's about to take on a power move, like a, a pad, like a, a bull rush or something or a long arm and I'll just dip around him or I'll hit the long arm to a spin or I'll just hit straight up uh, like a vertical rush up the field and, and cross top back inside. Well, that's, it's so interesting too, because I mean, guys, scouts and, you know, quote unquote analysts talk about length all the time and whether that's a strength or a weakness for a guy. It's so underrated the ability to just dip and bend around an offensive tackle with him barely being able to touch you at all. So I just think having that in your back pocket at all times is one of the most dangerous weapons you could have as a pass rusher. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. People talk a lot about me being like six two and, and stuff like that, like lacking length. But I, I see it as an advantage. I see it as leverage against these guys in the NFL. I mean, there's there's tackles in the league that are six eight. And, and have long arms and things like that. And I feel like that's that's their weakness, in my opinion. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just based off perspective. Now, I do want to highlight, I mean, you, you've had so many fantastic plays. It would be hard to go over all of them. I, 
I wanted to highlight one play in particular against Penn State in the Cotton Bowl mm-hmm. um, against one a player that you called the best player that you went up against all season in Journey Brown. Mm-hmm. They scored on a read option play where the entire defense obviously washed down. You got stuck at the mesh point. If you could walk us through what happens there and what your assignment is originally and just what's going through your mind in that play. Um, I'm not sure exactly which one you're talking about. Uh, but I believe I believe they scored on something like a 50-yard jaunt where Journey just took it straight up the gut. All right. So, basically, I know I feel like that happened a couple times. Uh, but basically, during practice or during scouts, I feel like we never – we weren't we weren't we didn't really emphasize taking away the uh the option. I feel like we should have going into the week, I feel like we should have emphasized stopping the the run and I feel like we should have emphasized stopping Journey Brown in, in in uh particular. But uh I don't know, I feel like it wasn't a big of an emphasis. I usually have in our reads we play uh we play uh quarterback quarterback priority. So like we'll we'll lean more towards the quarterback than the running back, and so that's pretty much what we were taught all season. And I feel like Penn State saw that on film and definitely took full advantage of that weakness. Yeah, it, it, again, I mean, I, I hate to highlight that one play, but I just I mean, so many guys get stuck at that mesh point when you talk about whether it's Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson doing it in the pros right now. And I'm just really curious what it's like to be caught um, as a single defender there, but um. Moving on then to the Shrine Bowl, just take us through playing in that All-Star game, uh, meeting with the the kids at the Shriners, and just all what happens in that process. Um, that was a that was a great experience. I'm glad I got I got the opportunity to play in the uh, Shrine game. Um, when it came number to it, we it was pretty strenuous week as far as mentally just staying up all night, talking to the scouts, filling out uh, these standardized tests they had us going through, um, like several interviews. Um, practice, we have to get up early in the morning, go to breakfast, then practice right after. And then we have, we would have events where we got to go spend time with the, the kids at the Shriners Hospital. Uh, they set up an event for us so we could interact with them, like play games and, uh, and, uh, things like that. It was a pretty cool experience seeing how those kids had to work through adversity. And I'm actually wearing one of the, the wristbands right now. It says Bentley Strong. And there's a kid there named Bentley and, uh, he was just going through some really tough times and, we talked to his parents and stuff like that, and they just told us how much he's overcome. And I don't know, he was a real, a very determined kid. I know we spent time with him playing on the uh, the cornhole, and he was just determined to make it in. And uh, that was just cool seeing how he he fought through adversity, even even playing a game like that. Like it just showed how strong he was. So it was a real inspiration being around those kids for the week. Yeah, I mean, I can only imagine what it means to you, players, because I mean, just for us fans. I mean, obviously, you guys have your opportunities there in an all-star game setting. But then for you guys to meet with those kids, it's just it's got to be just fantastic. Um, And then finally, for me, I I know I've been hogging all the time here, but I saw on your Instagram you've been working out in Fort Worth. What's that been like for you? Have you made any new connections and maybe some guys you'll be able to to continue your relationships with forward in the pros? Yes, sir. Uh, Definitely. We are. I went down there and trained at APEC with uh, Bobby Shoup and, and their team. And uh, it was a, a great experience, great nutritional work, great uh, soft tissue work, strength, explosion, explosion speed. It was a, a full package. Uh, I went down there and my body was kind of tight. I mean, I, went, I stretched, but they, they showed me how to stretch properly and really just unlock my body. And uh, it was just a great experience. They, they showed me a lot of things that I didn't know about before that I'm going to continue to use. Uh, I trained with a lot, of, a lot of talented players like Jedrick Wills, Rico Dowdle. Uh, Jermichael Hasty, James Prochet, like tons of guys. And I feel like we're definitely going to get some work in the offseason to come at some point in time. Hopefully we get drafted to the same team somewhere. Uh, somewhere, And I just get to continue to grow with those guys. Uh, so, that, yeah, that was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. All right, Eli. Um, all right, so first off, again, I would like to thank you for coming on the show, Bryce. Really awesome having you on here to talk draft and football and everything going on so thank you um i had a couple questions prepared but i actually wanted to ask you a couple other things based on uh some of the answers you've had uh to some of the other questions first off you mentioned growing up that you never really followed sports and never really had a team and i don't know why i've always felt like maybe nfl players 
and college players and player, you know, people who are playing it at a much higher level don't necessarily pay attention to the league around them and are really just more focused on them. So, like, how was that? I mean, how did you get so deeply entrenched in football and playing it, but without really following the sport? Like, how does that happen? Um, honestly, I use football as an escape from everyday life. I feel like me being a football player and me having that there to, like, for me during school, like, I'll have something to look forward to at the end of the day. And uh, I don't know, it just it just always served as an escape for me growing up. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. That's just always how it played out. And also, I was, like, I was a bit of a gamer as a kid growing up, and that just kind of stayed the same way. So in my past time, I never really watched football unless it was the Super Bowl or the, the college national championship. All right. So that, that was just me, I guess. I hear that. I mean, have you have you ever noticed uh, other players kind of feel the same way that maybe they were more focused just on the sport itself and maybe the NFL and following other stuff around that, or is that more personal to you? Um, I have I have noticed some some uh, similarities in other players not really uh, focusing on the NFL in their off time or just like being that interested in it in their off time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love football, but yeah, I just I'm not the type to do the dude to just sit around and watch for fun unless I'm watching a film. I can watch film all day, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So it's always something I've been curious about. And then also you just mentioned that you worked out with uh, wide receiver James Prochet, who is a fan favorite of ours on the show. At least I know I like his tape a lot. Um, working out with him, what, what was he like uh, as a receiver and as a player? How do you think uh, he projects to the NFL? I feel like he projects well. Uh, he's a very humble dude. A hard worker, like every time I saw him, he was always always carrying the ball around, working on his hands and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, he just seemed really about his business, really cool. But I feel like he's gonna be like one of the best, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, honestly. It's because uh, he has like you can just tell sometimes. No, yeah, I just watching him. I don't know why. I know right now he's he's not necessarily looked at, you know, as as a wide receiver is going to be going, you know, in, in the first round or something. But looking at his tape and and hearing the things i've heard just like you said he seems like a really upstanding guy and it backs up on film so i think I'm, i have really high hopes for him in the nfl and then i guess my last uh not really a question but more looking back at your career i know you had a uh, unbelievable day against cincinnati um this past year where you had two sacks three tackles for loss you know all over the field in the backfield constantly Going into a game, like, do you ever have, you know, that feeling going into a game like you're on one, you're ready to go, or was it maybe a mismatch that you saw? How is that when, when you just have one of those games where you just completely explode? What's that feeling like? Can you sense it? Stuff like that. Um, Honestly, the only game that I felt like I was just in the zone like that was the uh, the two-lane game my junior season. Mm-hmm. I had, like, FLs, two sacks. Uh, I don't know. I just showed up that day. And I wasn't I wasn't rotating like I, my coach left me in there. Got me, he gave me a chance to like get in the zone and get hot. I guess so that was probably the only time. But against Cincinnati, I feel like the first game they didn't they didn't prioritize me as as a defender. Like most of the teams we play this year will always have something special coming from me, whether it be a chip or they run away from my side of the field or something like that. But Cincinnati, they tried my side of the field. Uh, they ran in the holes that I was supposed to be in, and I guess they just wanted to see what I was really about. Yeah, I, I showed them for the most part. Yeah, you, you sure did show them. That was an awesome performance. <laughs> and um, I guess yeah, that's the uh, end of my questions. But, again, thanks for coming on, and I am really excited to see you play in the NFL. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, Bryce, I want to say thank you for myself for coming on the show and sparing your time um, after getting home. I know long days can be tough. So and I just want to say thank you again on sparing your time there. But there's some questions I want to go ahead and ask. First of all, um, so have any teams contacted you and like trying to get interviews teleconference wise, like through fault, like just regular Skype calls like this, or maybe even just regular calls or any teams that have contacted you? Yes, sir. There's been a good, a good deal of teams uh, that have been hitting me up recently. I mean, considering the circumstances, that's that's the only way that we can really yeah. uh, further evaluation since all the projects have been canceled. Yes, sir. A good deal of coaches have hit me up, uh, scouts and things like that, to set up conference calls. I've done FaceTime film, film sessions and things like that, and everybody's just trying to 
um, make the best of this situation. I know it's kind of weird for everybody, but it is what it is. I mean, sadly, that is the case. I mean, I ever, of course, I want everyone to stay home and stay safe during while this virus is making its way through the country and they're trying to get the cure for it going. But you know what? I mean, at least um, the, at least the NFL and the players going into the NFL are following that standard and and going ahead and at least trying to make contact through the proper ways rather than trying to do the sneaky stuff. Because, I mean, we've seen NFL do some sneaky stuff in the past. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I at least appreciate that coaches and scouts are doing that and and keeping you guys safe as well. That's the biggest yeah. part of it. Yeah. So, uh, I got to ask, you said you played a bunch of positions. I know you're playing edge rusher. What is there a favorite position besides edge rusher you like to play? Um, honestly, I feel like I have the most fun with edge, if I'm being okay. real. Uh, I mean, I play, I, this has been my position since, like, sixth grade. I mean, I've just been a natural pass rusher. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, it just feels natural to me on the edge. Probably my second favorite would be middle linebacker, just because I like hitting people. I mean, coming in the, I came into Memphis as a middle linebacker. Uh, so, it was, I had fun that fall camp, and then I eventually had to, had to switch over to outside linebacker because we were lacking depth, but for the most part, it is my favorite. So you're saying you have natural skill to either go downhill and be able to kind of hold that edge as well. So say if Green Bay drafted you, you would be <laughs> uh, have a problem to go play middle linebacker? No, I wouldn't have a problem if anybody wanted That's to. That's what I'm talking about. But, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have a problem at all. I know where I know wherever I am on the field, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to produce. So. Oh, of course, yeah. Your tape shows it. I mean, even if, even if you're not – getting your hands on the quarterback, there's pressure there, Bryce, and we see it. And when I see you go turn the corner, it's most tackles take edge rushers and either shuck them off or go. You just stay there, and you keep pushing right back into the QB, and you can definitely see the pressure folding on them. And I've never seen a guy your size be able to go ahead and rush at that speed and then stop on a dime and hold that point. A lot of rushers just go right on by because the tackle just shucks them enough just so that way they send them with their momentum. You don't do that. And it's it's a very nice thing to see because, like I said, most rushers get pushed off. And when they try to do that, the offensive lineman keeps going over you, and then it looks like a penalty. So either way, you're getting the win on it. Yeah. Well, and if I'm sorry to jump in here, Dave. Oh, you're okay. Go ahead, Dylan. Well, that's what's so interesting about it, Bryce, because I'm sure you saw our own Mark Lillibridge, um, former linebacker himself. He did a breakdown on you, a little film Mm -hmm. session, and Mm -hmm. his opinion, and I'm sure it's a shared opinion amongst at least a a handful of scouts, is that you'd make a better middle linebacker. So is that type of thing um, something you've been talking about with the teams in touch with you, and is that a deal breaker for you? No, it's definitely uh, a good bit of teams have reached out to me about Playing middle linebacker, uh, I run a four-five-four, so I don't think that'll be a problem covering ground Smoking. and being able to really lock down the field if I have to. And I'm also a fairly intelligent person, so learning the defense and learning the calls and being able to run a defense, I mean, I feel like I can handle all of that. So it's just a matter of who decides to draft me the highest on draft day, and then after that, I just control what I control and do my best. Well, personally, I know that if Come draft day, I see a four-three team drafts you. Then I'll I'll jump for joy because I know you get the chance at edge. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, right, I, I think three. I think the three-four. I'm sorry. I just think the three-four would try to stick you in the middle linebacker. And from what you're saying about wanting to stick the edge, I, I can only I only wish that my Philadelphia Eagles. You know, we already have Jannard Avery. Yeah. Be a nice transition. Just saying. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of Jannard Avery, I think that's a little bit of uh, alumni there before. Uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good reference. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jay, I was trying to kick it off to you, Mr. Andrews. Yeah, we were trying to see if Jay was there. Jay, Jay, Jay. Uh, we have a producer, Bryce, who he turns a lot of dials. He cranks a lot of wheels. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz thing. We reference yeah. it. I guess. <laughs> But, Dave, did you have uh, one more you want to wrap up with? Uh, yeah, I got one. Um, so, Bryce, and that, that's saying not to put down the spot, but I got to ask, if there's a scheme or a team that's contacted you, and you don't have to answer it, obviously. I just want to see who do you wish you could get drafted by if there is a team? Yeah, that's a – I don't know. That's a question that's 
honestly up in the air for me. Like, okay, when it comes to teams, I mean, I I most definitely want to go to the the team that thinks of me the high, like thinks of me highly and knows what I'm capable yeah. of. Doesn't like feed too much into what scouts think. I mean, they watch the film, they they talk to me and talk to the people that I play with and and been coached by. They'll they'll definitely know the kind of player I am. So. I just want to be able to go to a team that's going to use me to the best of my ability, that's hungry, because I'm, I'm not just trying to go and make a team. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. I'm trying to be productive. I'm trying to make my name in the NFL and, and, and be one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. So I want a team that's just as hungry as I am. And, and yeah, that's really all I'm looking for. Do you plan on watching the draft, Bryce? Uh, I honestly don't know. I, don't, I, I think I'm just going to – Go about my day. One second. Uh, yeah, I'm probably just gonna go about my day and just do me. And whenever I get the call, I'm gonna get the call. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you know what, Bryce? It's getting down to that time. Um, it actually just rung the bell at 9:29, and we're gonna go ahead and start. Uh, Gav, you start off with, we usually do our final thoughts here. Um, and we, you know what, we're going to go ahead and let you do your final thoughts on top of the show, how your day's going, just on life in general. So um, before we get off, just, oh, actually, there's one thing I want you to have you do. Go ahead and give a shout out where people can reach you at on social media and who you're affiliated with, stuff like that. Um, well, my, my Instagram is at Bryce Huff. And then my Twitter is at Bryce55H. And, uh, yeah, those are my those are my two social medias that I use mostly. Okay. And, by the way, your Twitter profile picture is nasty. I love it. <laughs> oh, Every yeah. time I have to go back and look, and I'm like, oh, God, is that Batman? <laughs> yeah. Put the Darth Vader <laughs> effect on one of the pictures. I love it. <laughs> and you know what? We're gonna, Let's go ahead and jump right into the final thoughts, like I just mentioned. Um, I'll – I'll go first to kind of give you a, the style on what we do. I'm going to say, you know what? Um, this has been a great episode. We got to know a great draft candidate in Mr. Bryce Huff, edge rusher from Memphis. Uh, I'm honored to have you on. Thank you again for coming on. I cannot wait to see who you go to and make an impact because I know you will. Your tape shows it, and it's going to, and it's definitely going to show for whoever drafts you. So, I mean, all in all, stay safe, everyone. Man, I just I just want this thing to be over so we can get into OTAs after the draft and get all you young guys in the camp, you know? Yeah. Should I go now? Yeah, you yeah, can go. go ahead, sir. All right, well, yeah, I think it's been a great show. Uh, really good questions. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how everything pans out with the draft. Not getting postponed or rescheduled or anything. I'm just looking forward to all the evaluations and interviews and stuff like that. Uh, make sure everybody's staying safe by just, like, keeping keeping home and, and not going out and being uh, irresponsible. But, uh, yeah, it was a great show. I'm glad, glad you guys had me on tonight. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You're great welcome on any time, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah, Bryce, I'll jump in here. Uh, thanks again so much for coming on. It's cliche, but I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, I, I apologize that I didn't watch the entire season of Memphis football, but I knew as soon as I watched that Penn State Cotton Bowl game that I just I had to follow your path from then on. You've been tearing it up ever since then between uh, the Shrine game and just um, doing your workouts. and just You've given your time to so many people from what I've seen on the Internet. You've done plenty of interviews, and just you're such a humble guy. I'm really rooting for you, and I just hope the best for you in the future in this draft process. Yes, sir, I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll just finish it off. But yeah, once again, obviously, thank you for spending your time to come on during this crazy time we're in right now. And I just hope that with everything going on, you are able to do all your pre-draft. You know, whether it's you know visits over the phone or over the computer or workouts from home but that, you know, your process is not uh, disturbed too much and you people can see just how talented you are and then bring that into the NFL. 
and uh, obviously, like you said, become one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time. And we're going to be watching out for you. So thanks so much for coming on. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Can you guys hear me? Absolutely. Yeah. He's alive. All right. Well, we appreciate you very much, Bryce. Uh, I hope you do very well and go to whatever team you have the best chance of getting on. And hopefully maybe it's even the Packers. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah, you never know. They need some defensive help, especially so. And uh, again, stay safe out there. Uh, and I hope we can get a hold of you again sometime, maybe after the draft, and see you know kind of where the next step is going with you and keep in touch with you. That would be great if that's something you would be interested in. I think he left. Oh, well, yeah. he left. All right. Well, in that case, <laughs> we'll yep, cut that that's part it. Out. Have a great day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, then. Well, I guess we'll close out the show then. Damn it. All right, you can hit us up on Twitter at Titletown Ball. Myself is at UPJ33. Dave is at Dave Stegger731. Eli is at Book of Eli underscore NFL. And Dylan is at Dylan Busby1. Hit him up on Facebook. Follow, like, and share our page by searching Titletown Brawl. And don't forget to give our parent company some love. Hit them up on the all-new website, thebrawlnetwork.com. Go there, sign up for free. It's your one-stop shop. The Brawl has it all, baby. And don't forget to give them some love on social media. Hit them up on the Twitter at Network Brawl and follow, like, and share their Facebook page by searching The Brawl Network. Love you all. We'll see you again on Thursday. Go Pack Go. Thank you, Go Pack. Go Pack Go.